To be living elemental is to be living a more balanced life. I'm your host, Sarah Ann, and the founder of Jade Scott Design. Through my interior design studio and feng shui practice, I awaken clients to the idea that their home is just as essential to their well-being as is to their mind and bodies. Essentially, nature's elements create balance and support, and through the lens of home, we can utilize their power when applied intentionally. Through this podcast, it is my intention to open you up to the idea that by living elemental through mind, body, and spirit will have a significant impact on your home and your life. So today I want to share five things you should do immediately when moving into a new home or apartment. The things I'm talking about today really, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's a a new home purchase or a rental. Um, I know sometimes we think when we're renting that we're a little bit more limited on what we can do, but these things that I'm going to present to you today uh, will work for either. So as most of you probably know by now, we are getting settled in our home here in Austin, and we are actually, in fact, renting here. Um, So when it comes to our homes and moving into a new space, there are some things we can do. And and this list, you know, I'm naming this list the five things you should do, but there and there are plenty more. But these are the ones I have found you know, just moving into this space that I wanted to tackle right away. And I felt that they were very much relatable to anyone's situation moving into a new home. And so I wanted to share those with you. I want to start with space cleaning and clearing. That is probably the number one thing that I will recommend to a client or anyone who is practicing good feng shui and that would be a good physical cleaning of the space. You know, really, we did this when we sold our home. You know, before we got it listed, we did a really deep cleaning. So if you're purchasing a home, it's not likely that you'll have to do a deep clean like that. It may or may not have been done for you as a resale. But in a rental, same thing. Um, The landlord and the property management company had this space pretty clean. Uh, upon moving in. So I did not have to do a lot of physical cleaning, but sometimes you do. So giving it a good physical cleaning before bringing your things in is a great idea. And if you're able to, doing a space clearing before you get into the home as well. Um, I was not able to do the clearing before we came in the home just because we traveled as a family. Um, you know, and everybody was very eager to get their things in, get air mattresses blown up, get, you know, our suitcases unpacked. We slept on air mattresses for a few days until we were able to get our pod, which was coming. It was like four or five days after we arrived. So we did not get the space clearing done uh, before physically moving into the space. So just note that that's okay. But if you're able to, that's also great. And I've talked a lot about space clearing in previous episodes. There are numerous ways to do it. The number one thing I always suggest with a space clearing is being very intentional about how you want to bring energy into the space. You know, moving into a new space usually means a new chapter in one's life. So what is it going on in your life that you're looking to invite more of, that you want to bring 
positively into your life. You know, maybe it's new career opportunities. Maybe it's finding new relationships romantically or just finding your tribe, your new group of friends, depending on your age and and the time of your life that you're in. So being intentional about how you want your new home to serve you in those areas of life, those are the intentions we want to hold as we sort of walk through the space and do our clearing. Again, as I've mentioned, there are numerous ways you can do a space clearing through sound, through scent and smoke. Um, my One of my favorite ways to do it is truly just a sandalwood incense stick, um, just because it burns a lot nicer. I always seem to struggle with uh, sage and eucalyptus sticks, although they smell great and they always do leave a great lingering, like you can just tell the space was cleared. That's what I do love about using those smudge sticks. But good old sandalwood incense stick, just easy to work with. It's, you know, not as messy, just a little bit of ash. You know, we sell the incense burners on our website. Definitely check those out. Those are great for just holding in the palm of your hand while you walk through the space and do some clearing. So always starting at the front door, That's where our opportunities and the chi or the energy comes into your home. So starting out there with your intention and just holding that intention as you're walking through the space, through each room, into the closets. One, you're setting your intention for how you want the home to serve you. And secondly, you're removing any stagnant energy from the previous owners. I've heard them referenced as energetic dust bunnies, just that energy from the previous homeowners. And if you don't know anything about them, um, it's great to just do this practice to just remove it regardless and sort of also holding that intention too to kind of remove any of their previous energy. Um, you know, you don't know if there was a divorce, a death, uh, anything that feels what we would call negative to our humanness, um, just removing any of that because we don't want any of that clinging to our experience in the home. So space clearing and cleaning is number one. If you need more information on how to do a space clearing, you can certainly find some episodes on that that I have recorded previously. And um, I'll go ahead and link some of those in the show notes for easy access. So I wanted, you know, I I started saying to start at the front door, not only with your space clearing, but also zhuzhing up this space. The entry of your home is how energy comes in. So it actually starts on the outside of the front door, making your front entry on the outside warm and inviting, um, certainly adding some life out there, some plants. And anything that moves energy, right? So wind chimes, water features, those things are all great adornments for the outside. They're great energizers for circulating positive chi into the home. So really focusing there. I always like to also wipe down the front door because, again, it's part of that cleansing, just getting the dirt and the grime. You're kind of setting the stage for your home that you want it to be clean and warm and inviting fresh new energy. So wiping down the door, adorning the outside, hanging something pleasant on the front door is always nice. And then once you step into the home, really creating space for when you first walk in, 
to make sure it is also warm and inviting. The entry of your home really sets the stage how energy is going to flow throughout the rest of your space. So this is where you sort of make that first impression. You sort of set the stage on what to expect as you walk through the home. In this particular home that we're in, you walk through the front door and there are two very long hallways that lead into the back of the home. And the guest rooms, the uh, children's bedrooms actually are off to the sides, along with a few bathrooms and the laundry. And then the main, you know, living space is in the very back of the home. So I have a lot of entrance and hallway to work with here. I will definitely be hanging some feng shui crystal balls to help uh, the energy of this space sort of meander and permeate so it's not rushing, right? I don't want to. I probably have two, four, I probably have six guas in my entry and hallway. So I need to make sure the chi is sort of touching all of those areas because I don't want, you know, of course, we always want to have a nice balance of positive energy flowing to all of those areas of the home. So I will be working on that, not only crystal balls, but also softening the the floors with some runners and 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 some artwork. That is also very helpful in, in that situation if you have those long uh, corridors or hallways in your home, not just in your entry, but really anywhere in your home. So starting at the front door, includes the clearing and the cleaning but also adorning and energizing and really putting some focus on energy that's entering your home and the impression that you want to receive when you walk into your space you know when you walk in at the end of the day or the end of a long evening you know you just want to come into the space and feel like i'm at home right you don't want it messy cluttered with shoes and uh, jackets and dog leashes and just keep it organized, keep it clean. That way, when you walk into your home, you feel that relaxed state. You don't feel like, oh, everything's a mess. So number two, give the front entry, the front door some attention and love. The third thing I'm going to recommend, um, again, this may not be in all the feng shui books as a top priority, but for me it was. We have a lot of windows in this house, primarily in the back living area. So we have a very open concept in the back of the house. It is kitchen, dining, and living space all as one and two full walls of windows. And the first thing I noticed upon walking back there was how dirty the windows were. Um, and when we talk about the mind-body-home connection, we always reference the windows as the eyes of the home. So we want to have clarity, especially moving into a new space or, in my case, a new city. I want to be really clear about what's my next steps here? How is my life going to evolve here? Um, what can I be welcoming in? Obviously, I want to let the light in, but I also want to be able to see clearly out. I actually have a window cleaner coming this week to address that. And they're very tall windows. We have 12-foot ceilings, so I am not doing it. It is something I used to do in my own home because, to be honest, I actually enjoyed cleaning my windows, um, but I use it as a practice. Understanding that the windows do mean having clarity in my life. I actually used it as a sacred ceremony time um, for me to address my windows. And what am I not seeing clearly? What could I be more open to seeing? Could I see another perspective about a situation? So, window cleaning 
I actually always enjoyed, but these windows are huge. And um, so I'm going to have it done by the professionals. But even though I'm going to have somebody else doing it, I already knew my intuition picked up on it right away. Get these windows clean because you are going to have a lot coming at you as you set up your new business, as you make sure your kids are adapting to their new school and making new friends. Like, I really feel like I'm taking on a little bit for everyone, making sure that the house is being supportive of not only my needs and my desires for what I want, but also for the family. So really having clear intentions and understanding where I want the direction of my life, my job, my career, and my family's lives, the direction I want those to go, being really clear about that is important to me. So number three is having the windows cleaned inside and out. Number four, locate these three Bagua spaces, your wealth corner, your health corner, and your love corner. Um, Locating the wealth corner is very simple. I did a huge Bagua series over the summertime addressing how to locate these. I will also link to those episodes in the show notes for easy access for you. But locating the wealth corner far back left corner of your home, locating your love corner far back right corner of your home, and your health center, which sits literally at the center of your home. I'm excited about my wealth corner. It now sits in what is our dining room. And what's really cool is we sold a lot of our furniture before we came here because one, we came from a 1950s red brick colonial home, uh, very traditional setting, very traditional furnishings, and moved into a modern one-story ranch-style home. Nothing was going to match, and I knew that immediately whether we were in a rental or even when we buy a home just everything we had was not going to match and to be honest I wanted new things we were ready for new things I think I've mentioned that before on a few other shows um, we have purchased new bedroom furniture for everyone we purchased uh, a new living room sectional and tv and all of that uh, the one thing we haven't purchased yet though is our dining room furniture and I don't even know if I want to right away. We have a real nice modern kitchen, so we have some bar stools. We're able to sit and eat. It took a couple weeks, but we're able to sit and eat at least at the kitchen counter. But the dining rooms, like what I'm noticing in some of the houses that we're moving, a lot everything here is new construction. And they're either a decent size or they're really small. And not knowing what sort of home we're going to move into once this lease is up, I'm hesitant to buy dining room furniture. And so where I'm going with that is my wealth corner sits there and it's right now, it's almost like the energy and the message in this home is like, it's open. It's open to whatever you want it to be and you don't have to rush to fill it right now. Like, it's almost as if this home is telling me to stay open to the opportunities and the possibilities and don't rush it and just really get yourself in order before really addressing this area. Because once you have proper grounding, that foundation, it's like this home is telling me to do that first 
before just jumping in, you know? And I've really been contemplating that. How am I going to move forward with Jade Scott Design? I know I want to stay with Feng Shui and this podcast and the shop. All of that feels very much aligned with me. Um, but the decorating side, how do I want to move forward with that? How much energy do I want to put into running a design firm in a way that brings me fulfillment and joy? Because in Pittsburgh, I was not feeling fulfilled and joy from doing decorating work. I loved the before and afters and I loved my clients. I didn't like the in-between. It didn't feel fun to actually do it. And I don't know if I'm basing that off just the last few years with like a supply chain crisis and the whole COVID thing, but nonetheless, that all shifted the game for me in big ways. And I think a lot of people can say the same about their careers. So again, locating your wealth corner, really understanding how you want that corner to represent you or how it's represented in your life now. So that sort of has been my intuitive take on how this home is supporting. And to, to add to that, this is a rental home. This is a short-term situation. It's almost like get everything in order, right? But that doesn't mean don't do anything with the space. I want to keep it clear of clutter. I want to maybe add some energizers. I'm thinking we have a really nice like built-in dining bench along the window. I think I'm just going to like load it up with some really beautiful plants, not overcrowd it, but just line it with some beautiful plants, maybe a tabletop water fountain to just, you know, also tell my home, hey, I want more of this. Like, let's put some life into this, you know, and just take it slow. So I feel like there's that nice balance there. Locating your love corner, really just having some focus on self-love self-care, taking care of yourself. Moving is a huge, huge undertaking. I don't care if you're moving across town or across country or globally. Moving is a beast. It takes a lot out of you. Locating that corner and just zhuzhing that up so that you can take some time there to sort of honor yourself and your needs, find some grounding there. Um, and then, of course, the health section, which is going to lead me into my fifth thing you should address upon moving a home. And that's taking note of what's in the health section. Are there bathrooms in that area? What area of the house does it sit in, right? What area of the Bagua? Again, I have a link to um, the Bagua download for you if, if you haven't downloaded that already. That particular center of your home, that touches every other Gua. So it's really important to make sure that it is addressed. One of the biggest things we see with the health center is having a bathroom there. And bathrooms sort of have a lot of draining energy. They take a lot of water, which is very powerful, away from the house. And that leads me to number five, address all the plumbing, including the toilets in your bathroom. So some general rule of thumbs with the bathroom, always keep the toilet lids down. I don't get too uh, ceremonial with my feng shui practice, but I do utilize the red ribbon technique. And that's just adding a nine or 18 inch red ribbon on your outflow drains. So your toilet drains, you know, where it goes into the wall, perhaps on the sink, um, tying a red ribbon there just to neutralize the draining energy. And it's red because that is fire, which is um, opposite of water. 
and um, nine or 18 inches. We like to use intervals of nine. Nine's a very auspicious number in feng shui. So anytime we're utilizing red ribbon, we like to cut the string in nine inch increments. So toilet seats down, red ribbon technique on all the outflow drains, and really warming up the space. This is something I also had to do in this rental. I have black tile floors. I have white marble walls, so a lot of white and gray, so that's metal. Of course, all the plumbing fixtures are metal. The, the walls are completely white in this entire house. Everything is white. So a lot of water and metal, both yin elements, which is common for a lot of bathrooms. Having um, a black and white bathroom is common. All white bathroom is common. So warming up that space with some fire or earth elements is really going to help neutralize that space. So bringing a color in with your towels, some rustic colors like warm terracotta or even some wood colors, so blues and greens, bringing real plants and orchids, wicker baskets for laundry or trays on your vanity. All of those things are going to really help warm up the space. So those are the five. Real quickly, I'll run through them. When moving into a new home, do these five things immediately. Uh, set an intention before doing some physical space cleaning and energetic clearing. Number two, start at your front door. Really judge up the entry space uh, on the outside of your front door and on the inside if you have a foyer or if you just have a small resting place. Keep it organized, clean. This sets up how energy enters your home. This is the first impression. And when you come in, you want it to be relaxing and inviting. Number three, have your windows cleaned. You need to have clarity when moving to, into a new home. Moving into a new home represents a new chapter in your life. And for some people, it's a new book. That's been my joke. This is not a new chapter. This is a whole new book. So get your windows clean so that you can remain clear on how your life is moving forward. Number four, locate your wealth, love, and health corner. These three areas are sort of the primary areas of our life. Uh, be sure to download a copy of the Bagua map. I'll put it in the show notes. And number five, address all the plumbing in your home with red ribbon technique, warming up the space with wood, fire, and even earth elements to help bring some balance to the very yin, water and metal elements. And that's it. Those are my five suggestions. I hope that you have some good takeaways from this episode. Things are going to start winding down with the podcast. I have maybe one or two interviews out there. I will be running some episodes, probably more solo episodes, through the end of November is what I'm targeting. Um, and then I will be taking December off to sort of reevaluate and address some of the things I like I think I mentioned this in a previous episode I've been podcasting now almost a full year and I have some changes I want to make um but I want to do so with great intention uh for how next year is going to roll out I have some things I'm working on for you guys listening too so I'm excited to unveil those but I need to take some time off. I cannot be doing it all. You know, to be completely transparent, I'm struggling to get these episodes out every week. 
I've been really doing my best to make sure that I get it done. And I know a few of you out there know that and are cheering me on. So I have a few more rolling out through the month of November and then expect maybe some replays. I think I might play around with doing my most downloaded episodes through December. And so more to come on all that. I need to sit down with my notebook and get really intentional about how I plan to move the podcast forward. But for now, uh, I'm here for you. Please head to my website, jadescottdesign.com. There you can access the contact me page if you're interested in a feng shui consultation. I offer those locally here in the Austin area as well as virtually. And the shop, I was hoping to have the shop items up by November 1st, but to be taking a little bit longer with getting all of my residency set up here in Austin, as well as getting the business established here, I have to sort of wait for final approval from the state to be able to actually sell things here. So more to come on that. That's a little bit on pause, which you know what is okay, because there's some things I want to clean up there too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're moving into a new space, I'm really happy for you. It always represents a new phase of our lives, but it doesn't always have to come with challenges, although sometimes it does. Hopefully these five things will help bring some more positive energy to your situation, regardless of what it is. Until next time, much love and gratitude.